you find a Revolutionary War artifact that proves George Washington's famed wooden teeth hungered for more than just liberty. How far will a group of homicidal historians now go to keep a hero's grisly legacy alive? Would our government deliberately hide the truth to cover up the meat of the matter? A feast of answers, complete with huge helpings of human carnage, will all be served at the final banquet of the Washingtonians. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another rousing edition of Under the Floorboards, where we laugh at the creatures that go bump in the night. I am your host, John, joined by my beautiful co-host, Eric. Eric, how are you today? Fabulous. Well, maybe. <laughs> yeah, we're still waiting on Fabuloso to start backing us, but at some point. So this week, we watched The Washingtonians, which is part of the Masters of Horror collection, which is more or less a... Uh, shitty collection of shorts mm-hmm. um uh there's a handful that i actually have really enjoyed throughout time thus mm-hmm. far this has not been one of them fire enough bullets <laughs> you'll put a target right yeah exactly <laughs> and that was kind of the premise of this movie uh, so, because, mark that <laughs> yeah ma- mark that one uh so what does the itinerary look like for this very very low to the ground movie yep this one um like you said it clocks in at um season two episode 12 of the masters of horror series runtime is going to be 57 minutes it was directed by peter medic and based on a short story of the same name by one bentley little okay as far as our top billing cast we have julia tortolano playing amy franks jonathan shack playing mike franks venus terzo playing pam franks Myra Natwick playing Samuel Madison and Saul Rubinick playing Professor Harkinson. Yeah, and I feel like if you don't know any of these names in this movie, it's probably because this movie didn't jumpstart them to go anywhere. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> but between the cinematography, the acting itself, the dialogue, Script, it was just uh, like, oh. So even was, costume design. I'm fucking weirdly. Down. I thought they were zombies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess getting into it, Eric, what were your first impressions of this movie? This is one of those that I feel like it fits into that niche category of what purpose this is serving for a casual viewer is one that you're going to laugh out loud. You're going to laugh out loud consistently. Yeah, and I feel like that's kind of the trope too, right? Is like, well, or is it? Because my first impression was it was supposed to be when you watch some of the later Mm -hmm. Masters of Horror, you feel a lot like it's actually scary. Sure. Like, there's actually things that I'm like, ugh! Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, this almost felt like we were watching the adult version of Goosebumps. It, like, I could yeah. hear the theme song in my head. Right. Like, no copyrighted <laughs> music. We, we kind of do Oral this thing that, doesn't give a fuck. He does, yeah. We are, um, you hit this, you hit this point with historical fiction where this is either for entertainment, this is clearly trying to be scary, but it doesn't inspire any fear. Right? No, there's not, nothing not, about not this. This is like, you know what I mean? They're like, this could have really happened. Yeah. I'm like, well, we... I mean, you could have, this could have happened. You could have told everyone right. about it and nobody would have fucking cared. Yeah, 100%. Um, so, I mean, my first impression of this movie is that it is bad. <laughs> but, That's more than fair. <laughs> yeah. So, so, I mean, if you're looking for some sort of comic relief, like you were saying, I feel like that is something that might tickle your fancy. But sure. we'll, 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 it ha- it, we'll it let this out as we get into it, right? Yeah, yeah. So we, we start off with this uh, very dark, very rainy scene. I put it as we're close to Westmoreland County, mm-hmm. which is close to where I grew up in Fredericksburg. 
which is apparently so George Washington was born in Westmoreland in Virginia. Okay. His childhood home is in Ferry Farm, which is part of Stafford and part of Fredericksburg. Mm-hmm. Guess where John's from? Mm-hmm. Uh, so we got so after figuring out like halfway through the movie, I guess. Uh, where we actually were, because for once we're not in California. It took a, right? yeah. <laughs> and I, that's going to be a general principle for this movie. Get, it takes a lot of time for us to get any context. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> and again, that comes back down to the writing that sunk this movie so hard. Totally. So, and I don't know if the short story that was actually written was better. Yeah. <laughs> I would hope so. At least it was short. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> So anyways, we're on this very dark street where there's uh, a lot of foliage on the other mm-hmm. side, a lot of trees, a uh, very two lane road, very, very dark. Mm-hmm. The power of moonlight. <laughs> yeah. Down, you know. Well, the power of the lanterns of Paul Revere is actually as what's we <laughs> as we find out. We have this hitchhiker that's walking down the mm-hmm. street. And there is a car that passes by, and I guess she got the name because they were actively hitchhiking. You know, the thumb goes up, and the guy's like, fuck off, and keeps driving. Mm -hmm. And then we start to hear the... Mm -hmm. And we start to hear this gallop. I love Slayer. (laughs) So we start to get into this gallop, and we look back, and there is just what we perceived as Paul Revere going, the British are coming, the British are coming. It comes up with this saber and it's one of the, (laughs) do you want to describe our kill number one? (laughs) No, (laughs) because that was it. Like she's just walking down the street and these dudes come up on horses in like full colonial regalia, draw a sword and just decapitate her in the sense that like the scene immediately cuts and you see not her head flying across <laughs> from like a reverse bird's eye, whatever that's called. Oh, you know, and it's just like the arc, the arc shot. Yeah. Just the, we're, the we're, head rainbowing. I'm to reluctantly typing out kill number one. Cause it was just so, Oh my God. <laughs> With what looked like plastic sabers. Like hour. They, <laughs> yeah. they, they like, while they're riding up on this girl, the, you can see the wind affecting the saber. <laughs> it's got that gold paint. You know what I'm yeah. talking about? Yeah. yeah, it's chipped. Yeah. <laughs> so for our kill number one, we have Hitchhiker. Hitchhiker. So now we cut to our actual family, yeah. right? The, the actual characters that we're going to be following through the rest of this movie. I found it funny that like, we'll, we'll come back to it, but like the daughter is staring blankly into the camera. <laughs> and is eating this ice cream that's dripping onto her hands and down her feet. She's just holding an ice cream cone. And it's just like, it just, like, it tweaked me. I don't know. I just can't stand it. But it like the expression on her face is something that will <laughs> circle well, back think, to. I think also like we weren't those kids growing up. Like yeah. I don't like being sticky. I don't yeah. like being nasty. Like yeah. so the fact that she has to like turn, her mom turns her head back. It's like, you're an absolute mess back there. She kind of wipes her mouth off and smiles. Meanwhile, yeah. dad's listening to pseudo Sean Hannity right. talk about the fucking Iraq <laughs> war. And it's like. They killed fucking twenty thousand Iraqis this week, and I'm like, I'm just like, what the fuck? Like these kids, like eight, <laughs> having some ice cream, going on vacation, I guess. You yeah, know what I mean, let's talk like, about yeah. blood and murder. Right. And it's like, dude, who even listens to AM radio? That's not me. <laughs> she kind of smacks her lips a couple times. Dad, can we turn this off? And the mom's like, Yeah, maybe talking about 20, 27,000 dead bodies. Is, you know. Oh my god. So uh, now we're kind of like, they don't even have like a real conversation in the car. That's what I'm saying. That was, again, like we're just introducing the, anyway. I feel bad for how short this episode's probably going to wind up being. Because they spend time on almost fucking nothing. So 
we roll up to the house after, you know, we're in the car and we get to the front porch of this very old colonial style, like, Mm -hmm. uh, I I think it's a dual level with a very uh, floor planned basement. So Mm -hmm. it takes up the entire base of the house. Glittering white, Mm -hmm. (laughs) as most things are at that time. (laughs) (laughs) And we roll up uh, and... You know, they all get out of the car and there's this really weird, like, scene that's supposed to be really intense with Amy, the Uh daughter, who is like, or the the dad, Sean, right? Or not Sean, um, Mike. Mike. Mike asks her, like, you know, how do you feel about being here when it's, um, she makes it very apparent. She was like, I was creeped out when we came here the first time and I am creeped out (laughs) now. (laughs) And he's just like. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Oh, you. You're such a mess. Yeah, and then of course his wife Pam is just like, "You gotta be, you gotta be brave. Everything's gonna be right. fine." And I'm just yeah. like, <laughs> "Okay, I Says guess." Says who? There's literally an old man sitting on the porch that greeted me with a lollipop that he'd been saving for a special occasion. Yeah. So, <laughs> so now that we're, she's kind of like having her realization, and the family's like, "All right, time to like go, actually go into the house," which. They parked up front, yeah. got out, had this assessment of how it's right. freaking out Amy, got back in the car, mm-hmm. drove to the backside of the house <laughs> where the actual porch is, and they all get out, and uh, Mike, the father, yeah. walks up onto the porch, right. and you have, I guess, Colonel Sanders mm-hmm. in just this flowing white suit. The Colonel. And he is passed out. Yeah. He is like, just, I guess he had a little too much lemonade. One too many sweet tea and bourbons. <laughs> <laughs> and we, we get up, and... Uh, Mike just kind of like reaches in and like grabs his arm yeah. and like kind of shakes him a little bit. And he's yeah. like, oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> and then they just have like this really weird exchange where they're just like touching each other. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> we find out his name is Sam and he just kind of grabs him too. And they're both sort of just holding each other three inches apart. You know what I mean? <laughs> look into my eyes. Right. <laughs> Why won't you look at me? And like mom and Amy are just kind of off to the side, like also just, huh? and then he makes this really fucking creepy comment like when they find like there's this point where mike doesn't necessarily like push the colonel off of him yeah uh but he like starts to slowly release and push his arms back yeah and everything i mean it could have been the rigor that was just locking onto him you know because again (laughs) i'm still under the impression that everybody in this movie is a fucking zombie right i think it was all the white powder makeup and wigs and shitty teeth but no, I, yeah. So, uh, but he makes this comment about how beautiful mm-hmm. the wife and the daughter is, and he actually like puts his face down to the little girl, and I'm just like, oh my god, yeah. dude, I would body this yeah. guy. Like, are no, you serious? There's no, way. <laughs> there's no way. And he's smiling. And he's like, you must be the prettiest little thing I've ever seen. It's just, you know, Mrs. Cupcake. Mrs. I think is yeah. what he, call, little, he calls. He calls Amy. <laughs> Not my favorite. Yeah, I felt, uh, I think the whole room felt a little... I'm trying so hard to laugh through this, but it's so hard. (laughs) (laughs) And the worst part is like, and this isn't targeted at you, but everybody knows that guy. Right, 100%, (laughs) yeah, no. It's fine, I'm just old school. Yeah. He like stands up, he straightens up his back, and he opens up his uh, white suit jacket and pulls out of the pocket that lollipop, and he's like... I've been like you were saying. I've been saving this for the one special day, yeah. that special occasion. I missed my timing on this because I was so traumatized by this. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's just 
Because, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe this film does inspire fear. I don't know. <laughs> it inspires something, but I mm-hmm. think it's like the extra hand in the Teletubbies meme. But <laughs> uh, that that was for anybody out there that's you know. If you know, you know. Yeah, if you're if you're under the age of forty, you probably got that. Mm-hmm. But anyways, and he's like, oh, and it's my favorite flavor, mm-hmm. cherry. cherry. And I'm like, oh, okay, um, here we go. Yeah, he's a he's a psychopath. There it is. <laughs> cherry is no one's favorite flavor. Right. <laughs> if you're listening to this and your favorite flavor is cherry, I can't help your mental issues, Unsubscribe, man. Unsubscribe, please. Yeah. <laughs> please don't email us <laughs> at underthefloorwords5 at gmail.com. Uh, <laughs> please don't continue paying us money. Stop. Uh, so anyways, uh, he just kind of fucks off at this point. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And they're they're unloading into the house and everything. And and. Um, I think this is the part where Amy like walks into the room very slowly. That's still that deadpan expression on her face. And she just says, I have to go to the bathroom now. And dad's like, okay, so it's down the hall. It's to the right. It'll be, you know, and she kind of, she looks up at her mom. Yeah. Yeah. looks in and mom's like, it's down the hall, sweetheart. You're a big girl. You can, you know what I mean? And I'm like, does she, my first impression was like, does she need help using the bathroom? Like, what are we doing? Oh, she's scared of the house. Right. You know what I mean? I was like, okay, that makes more sense. Again, we're not giving any context. (laughs) Yeah. That was definitely the, the downfall of this movie overall. It's just like, and I've said this before is like in so many horror movies, like the context of the story you without that there is no gravity to anything that happens in this fucking movie right and so amy's making her way to the bathroom but kind of just like goes into the basement instead well she hears that creak and it just starts like Mm -hmm. because when you're scared of something and you hear something uncomfortable you approach it right (laughs) generally speaking i I am fucking gone (laughs) i am fucking out of this place i don't care how old i am do you know how many places you can hide in virginia No, I don't. <laughs> Do you? Yes. And, and any joke that I put past that is yeah. going to be so distasteful. Okay, cool. Heard. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, now she's, like, kind of walking down into the... She's, like, hyping herself up to mm-hmm. walk down to the basement. Yeah. She's like, I'm not afraid. I am not afraid. I am not afraid. I'm like, you don't even have to fucking go down there. Right. You're going to the bathroom. <laughs> just go pee. Yeah, just go pee and go outside. <laughs> There's sunlight outside. Yeah. So she goes down and... Do you know how many places there are to pee in Virginia? (laughs) (laughs) An infinite amount. Except for schools. Don't do do it. Yeah, we don't support that. (laughs) Don't be the colonel. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah. (laughs) So anyway, she walks down under the floorboards. (laughs) hey There it is. And there is more light in this blacked out basement uh-huh. than there is in the stairwell that she's actually yeah. walking down into the basement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then we have, like, as you touched on earlier, it is underground. <laughs> <laughs> so we have this cutaway mm-hmm. to, uh, it's like a flash of the light, which I guess there's a very small window, I guess, sure. where light can't, you know, it's one of those kinds of yeah, basements. Yeah, yeah. And it just pierces the light across the eyes of the face of we get like this super immediate uh fucking zoom in mm-hmm. for yeah. for George Washington's right. face, which we immediately recognize as a fucking painting. Oh, yeah. And all you hear is ah! <laughs> ah! <laughs> We get a zoom in on her face. Again, completely flat angle. Help! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Help! George Washington's in the basement. And, you know, the funny part, too, Holy is, like, she, she actually runs herself upstairs, right. and then... Uh, Still has to pee. Or maybe not. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> My guess is not. Yeah. 
Uh, so now we run back into uh, Pam and uh, Mike, who meet her at the top of the stairs, mm-hmm. and she's just like, "There's a man down there." <laughs> and instead of like, oh. <laughs> instead of trying to console this right. child, yeah. Mike just grabs her hand yeah. and pulls her back right. down, and I'm just like, what if there is a man Show me the man, Amy. Show me the man. <laughs> I'm sick of your shit. <laughs> There's so much gaslighting in these uh-huh. fucking I know, movies. it's crazy. <laughs> and he's like, he like has the wherewithal to turn all the lights on, you know, which I just, you know, it's funny to me. That's what I'm gonna yeah. turn the lights on. You know what you do when you're afraid of the dark. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, they find this, uh, they find the painting, mm-hmm. Like it's See, nothing. that's not George Washington. That's a painting of. <laughs> there's no man down here. Right. <laughs> so they go back upstairs, and like, there's another scene that's just like completely out of context because it's uh, Mike and Pam talking about literally nothing for a minute, and then they look outside, and you see, um, uh, you see Amy <laughs> just like balled up. On this like porch swing, like in the middle of this field, and she's just like trying not to cry, which is funny because Mike is like almost crying. Yeah, yeah. Like I think you said something about how it looks like the pollen is yeah, just yeah. too high that no, day. Like I know what that I know what those eyes look like very well. <laughs> I am these I am. eyes. <laughs> these eyes are crying. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, and it's just like, th- there's nothing that happens in this fucking scene. Yeah, it, it's kind of like, oh, that's our daughter over there. You know, I'm so glad we're doing this or what. Like, I don't even remember oh, what they so were talking about. she's so traumatized. Until you said that, I forgot about this scene. <laughs> and we just kind of, yeah. Because it was so nonsensical. It was stupid, yeah. And it was like, was this the filler for a 57-minute movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, is this the point, correct me if I'm wrong, is this the point where they are beginning to investigate the stuff that's in the basement? And so, you, yeah, you now, picked up on... Now yeah. they go back into okay. the exploring, and, they're, yeah, yeah. and they're going through, and, like, this was the coolest part of the movie for right. me, which isn't going to say a lot in a minute, was they were... Uh, <laughs> About they, the movie and you. Yeah, 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 right. So, <laughs> the things you notice. Right. Um, so... Uh, they're going through all these like old items and stuff like that mm-hmm. and they pull out so just to describe it for some people is it almost looks like a pulley mm-hmm. and there are uh, gears on either side what it's used for is by is for marking uh, plot points on a plot of land or the or the uh, property line markers yeah. Uh, which they had down there, which makes sense because George Washington was a surveyor. Which is just, again, that's the most fun I had. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, which, uh, I mean, I grew up because my, my mom was a surveyor as well, so I picked up on I that. I see, okay. Well, and on top of that, she actually transcribed a plat from mm-hmm. Old English that was actually done by George Washington in Fairy Farm. Did this movie do anything for you? This no. Is there a lot? <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all, actually. <laughs> I don't, and like it almost made me feel smart, and then I remember how stupid this fucking movie right, is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we continue exploring down in the basement, and Amy is now telling the painting that she's not afraid of it. It's this weird psych up again that she yeah, keeps yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah. I'm not afraid of you. Say the goddamn words. <laughs> I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid of you. <laughs> <laughs> she kicks the shit out of the wheelchair that it's on because it's on a wheelchair. That's where you put historically significant paintings. <laughs> Um, and the, Can pain- we get the pan shot. Uh, yeah, the painting obviously falls forward, 
For some, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because that's how momentum works. We didn't pass works. physics, but neither did they. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and it's again, the hands up. <laughs> and that's about how long the scream actually lasted. <laughs> And that's after they do the pan shot of just like uh-huh. the the actual face of George Washington's painting falling at her. Amy. <laughs> there is no Amy, only Zool. Vote for me. <laughs> he came back from the dead for votes. That's like a reverse of at what Donald we had. Trump. <laughs> you know, the people that voted for you weren't alive, right? <laughs> Shameless Sorry. political blog. <laughs> I, would, I would love to have him on the podcast. Just I so would he too. Could, just so he would be like, no, that was Obama. <laughs> Only Democrats have dead people vote for them. He's texting Putin the whole time. <laughs> Can I got, you believe this shit? I got these floorboards guys right where I want them. Duh. <laughs> I love that this is the direction the conversation went. <laughs> So, yeah, where were we? Yeah. I'm sorry. Anyways, we're so, fucking idiots. Yeah, if anybody so, hasn't picked up on that, so uh, Pam and Mike <sighs> obviously hear that. Ah! <laughs> oh god, <laughs> it's fucking Amy again. Yeah, you know, they, like, they're, they're sick of her shit at this. And they point. walk in. Yeah, they're just sick of their child being yeah. a fucking bitch about yeah. all of this shit. You know, because they're adults. <laughs> they're not a fucking. Yeah. And there's like a subtle amount of background to Mike because they do make comments throughout it where it's like, you know, you're braver than I was at your age. And I was like, Oh my God, were you just a little pansy about mm-hmm. everything? Right. <laughs> Again, it's hard to be, you know, never mind. <laughs> it's hip to be let square. Me, let me stop myself. <laughs> so, uh, you know, the painting doesn't fall on her, obviously. Mm, good and, catch. I yeah. think she was like, wow, nice catch, Mike. She's like weirdly turned on. You know what I mean? <laughs> Pam is, I should say. Let me clarify. (laughs) We can edit that out. (laughs) I love this week. (laughs) Um, So anyways, uh, we get to this point uh, where, you know, Mike catches the painting. And somehow there is this tear in the corner. Oh, I know how he had time. It's because of how long that scream was. He had enough time to run over and react and catch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but there's like this small tear in the mm-hmm. top right corner, which mm-hmm. he was actually standing on the left corner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I guess he like caught it from the other side and just pulled a little bit. Cause that's also what you do with painting. Anything, anybody that knows anything about history is whatever is on the back of what you have displayed is where all the secrets and shit is. You yeah, know what I mean? Exactly. It's like, yeah. it's the declaration. That's of just where they hid shit was behind <laughs> documents and canvases. Hit so, it with lemon juice right. and UV light. <laughs> Uh, so we get into the, cor- the corner, which I guess this, the back of this painting had at least like three inches of clearance because it didn't fucking tear with what was sitting behind it. Right. And uh, Mike pulls it out and there's a note that is wrapped up mm-hmm. with a ribbon around it mm-hmm. that, as you know, was pointed out to us, was a very new ribbon. It looked like they mm-hmm. just went to fucking Marshall's and picked it up. I don't know if that's where you get ribbons at, but... <laughs> I don't know what craft stores are. Michaels. Right. That's Michaels, what it is. Yeah. <laughs> no free ads. Uh, and they unravel it and there's this note. <laughs> I want everybody to understand that I've only had half of a white claw today. Our social is... media person's laughing because they're like, I definitely went to Michael's earlier today. Our social media's person only shops at Marshall's. There's so our, she knows. There, there's our deco frogs on my table right now. Right. <laughs> 
I am so goddamn sorry. We haven't progressed more than 30 seconds through this film, and we've been talking about this sequence for five minutes plus. <laughs> but this, yeah. now yeah. we actually have a plot point. I know. We Thank actually you. have a fucking plot point. That's what I'm saying. This yeah. part actually matters. <laughs> so we unravel the note. We pull out what is, like, the most fucked up fork that mm. I've ever seen. Like, I understand that they're trying to make this a period piece, but mm. there is still some semblance of... People they, knew, had, they, people, knew, yeah. they knew what straight lines were. People had perfected forks in 1770, whatever, <laughs> you know, and so it's just... <laughs> they used to actually carve spoons better than this. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, we, we get into, uh, you know, we're holding the fork and uh, Mike starts reading off the letter and the letter essentially says that we eat people <laughs> mm-hmm. and, it's marked, yeah. and it's marked GW. Right. And we're like, huh, wonder who that right. could be. Yeah. And then uh, now we get into, they're sitting on the front porch, right? Everybody's gone to bed now. We've kind of had our scare with our daughter being attacked by a painting. We, <laughs> more or less, um, they're sitting on the front porch. They're drinking wine. They're talking about it. And like, there's still nothing really happening. Yeah. 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 <laughs> there's no like moral compass that's really like needed uh-huh. for this yet. Yeah. And she the the wife pam gets up and she's just like all right well i'll see you in bed Mm -hmm. yeah and as this is happening you know first of all mike leaves the open bottle on the front porch which is not only alcohol abuse but it's really just being an asshole environmental abuse what if it fucking (laughs) falls now you're cleaning up shattered glass like what if somebody comes up to your dark it's just fucking rude it is and like off in the distance you see a lantern just kind of bouncing through the trees. (laughs) So again, I'm still on the idea that these are zombies. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. So ghosts are at least something supernatural, right? You know? Yeah. Cause even on like the cover of the movie, yes, guys, we watched this on DVD today. Yeah. Previews and everything. (laughs) Previews and everything. (laughs) We kind of see this like, you know, bouncing light off in the distance and again even the faces that we saw in the Mm -hmm. beginning for the hitchhiker scene you know they're painted white Mm -hmm. and everything just looks like again zombies Mm -hmm. ghosts fucking something the only thing we knew were real were the horses (laughs) thank god (laughs) because the sabers weren't even zombie horses are significantly worse (laughs) (laughs) oh like the one from fucking ghost rider (laughs) (laughs) he's catching up to the fucking motorcycle uh, so, anyways, he thinks nothing of the lantern bouncing. Yeah, off he kind of makes that face. Like uh, you have seen me make this face all the time, where you go, hmm. and then they just scene cuts, right? Yeah. And now we're at the funeral. Yeah. Oh, this is why we're in this house, right? <laughs> and it hits you. Oh, I get it. You know. Oh, your grandmother had something to do with this, which yeah. now we understand because we're walking into our next plot point. Where we're at the fucking minutes after the movie has started. <laughs> yeah, we've spent more time doing this podcast so far than they have making plot points in a fifty-seven minute movie. We're trying to push this to an hour and thirty for y'all. <laughs> we're trying so hard. So our next scene is we actually jump into the funeral. Yeah, you know we have the colonel, uh, which I think is name Sam Madison, correct? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. something something revolutionary. Which is, I was going to say a very yeah. So uh, we show up and we start having the first instance of how kind of creepy Westmoreland, Virginia mm-hmm. is, right? We have uh, the family shows up, you know, Pam, Mike, Amy, and everybody starts They're gathering. late as fuck, apparently, yeah. because there's 200 other people that are waiting on them to be here. 
they were like, oh, we knew your grandmother so well. And they start like getting in fucking uh, Amy's face and they're like, you're so adorable. And we keep getting all these disgusting teeth shots. Mm, yeah, starting to put it together. Yeah, you you're know, like, Ugh. It's something about the teeth. <laughs> these teeth were made for eating. <laughs> <laughs> Something's in. <laughs> well, and like, at some point, we actually see people, like, eating intestines and shit. I was like, oh, everybody in Westmoreland eats ass? I don't believe that. <laughs> That's true. There's no part of me that believes that. Um, they are some of the most concerned. I would believe they eat people before I believe that they eat ass. <laughs> <laughs> so, again, the little bit of context we got for this scene, uh, you know, they cut to this uh, wide, or this semi-bird's eye view. It's probably at, like, a 70-degree angle yeah. upshot. Of, you know, they're laying their grandmother to rest. Everybody is kind of finally dispersing from mm-hmm. around these people. And, like, they put her to rest. And then we cut to this immediate diner scene, mm-hmm. right? And it's between uh, Sam it, and Mike. And they're doing paperwork. I'm not sure what for. Um, again, it wasn't made clear to us. But Sam immediately poses the question of, well, what are you going to do with all your grandma's shit? <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's a basement full of things of historical and intrinsic value. What do you want to do with it? And he literally says, I'll keep some of it. Sell some of it. I don't know. The you things know. you just yeah, do. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like you didn't just go uh-huh. through everything. I earlier. actually have an entire binder full of precisely what I'm going to do. Let's look through that right now. You know what I mean? Like what? <laughs> so, yeah. we And then there's this awkward point where he's like, but I did find this. And kept it, it in my, yeah. Yeah. And it's the note from George Washington saying, I eat people. That's something that you take to a funeral. <laughs> I wonder if he had considered throwing it in before that. Anyway. <laughs> it's like that shot from uh, Boy, the Boys to Men music video where it's, it's so hard. <laughs> and you just see the fucking note just kind of lilt uh-huh. to the ground. <laughs> That's the shot I would have been here for instead of like the random slow motions that we got yeah. a lot that just kind of had absolutely they, no purpose. They were trying to extend their stuff too. <laughs> <laughs> So now, uh, you know, we, Sam, Sam is very interested in the note, right? Yeah. He's like, okay, now we're talking, you know, <laughs> he, his eyes even kind of like get wider. His teeth stick out a little bit more. His face sort of distorts, not like it's the actor doing, but it. you it feel you the know, manipulation too. Right. Like he yeah, feels yeah. like he's about to be very congenial about mm-hmm. it and just kind of like slip it in there mm-hmm. that he wants it. He's like, you know, I know people that would pay a lot of money mm-hmm. for this and this, that, and the other, which later down the road, like mark this, i feel like he, he, no matter how this scene went, mm-hmm. he was never going to get paid. Right. <laughs> so, you know, get to this point. He's like, you, you, and actually he hand, he's about to hand the paper to him at mm-hmm. one point. And he's like, no, I think we actually need to hold on to this. We're going to go put it in a museum. And like Sam just loses his yeah. shit. A museum. <laughs> you, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Do you know what you have? He's <laughs> right. like, yeah. he's like mind, we're in a diner and Sam is standing yelling at this man. You know what I mean? <laughs> but of course we're in Westmoreland. So that's just normal. Yeah. For old people to be yelling at other people. <laughs> can confirm. Can confirm. Okay, can, cool. can, can confirm. Yeah. Um, and then he's like, man, go fuck yourself. Right. Essentially walks yeah. out again. Dialogue. Not great in this movie. So he leaves and it seemed to me like, I don't know where this diner was, but they're eating it like, Two o'clock in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Like, this is some point after the uh, 
after the funeral. Mm-hmm. And then we get to... Evidently nine hours had passed. You yeah, know I mean? yeah. Because no. now we, we cut to... Um, Mike is driving home, and all we hear is that... Mm-hmm. And guess who shows up? Billy fucking Corgan. <laughs> <laughs> he like even starts to take out a sword. He's like, oh, fuck. I realize this guy's in a car. If it had been a convertible, it would have been fine. I should have brought my blunderbuss. <laughs> <Right. laughs> and uh, I think, uh, what does he do? He like reaches in his jacket pocket to put the note on the seat or whatever. Something gets his I attention I think he, he was right. going to throw it out the window. Oh, yeah, Because yeah, yeah, yeah. he, he makes yeah. a comment about like. Yeah, that's what it was. It's essentially, I'll see you in hell. Right, yeah. <laughs> Catch this. Catch these nuts. <laughs> and Billy Corgan reaches his hand through the window. He's like, you know, give me that shit. I like to think that that was just because his wig fell off when he, was, <laughs> right. when he like, in the scene, they were like, oh, we just can't make it work. So, zombie horses are fast as fuck, dude. I'm telling you. <laughs> and then we get another cut, and, like, Mike is just... Walks through the living room door like the laugh track comes yeah. on. Huh? <laughs> Woo! Mike, you know? And he closes like, the did door. did he just stop yeah. fucking chasing him? Yeah, the guy's gone. <laughs> he didn't even follow yeah. him home. Dude. <laughs> He's, he gallops up next to him, tr- I guess realizes you can't use a saber on a car. Yeah, that's what I said. If it was <laughs> just gave yeah. up. Yeah, and yeah, man. I'd use the zombie horse at that point. I would d- put it through the fucking, I don't know. <laughs> So now it's like, I still don't understand what time all this is happening because after he gets home and he's like, hey, this all was really fucking weird. Let's go out to dinner. Right. We go back to the <laughs> same, same fucking diner. diner. Oh, shit, like nine more hours down the road. <laughs> They're actually having breakfast at this point. Because <laughs> <laughs> we show up and like, you know, they both sit down. The, the waitress comes up and she goes... <laughs> What can I get you guys to drink? And Pam and Mike are both like, oh, the Diet, Diet Coke. Coke at the same time. I'm like, James, you they look at each other. That's why I married him. <laughs> and of course, Amy's like, can I have a chocolate milk? And she's like, oh, of course you can. <laughs> Who's a good girl? She like grabs your fucking cheek and like I right can. in front of her. Like, if you touch my daughter, I'm in a fucking body. I don't even care if you're a woman. <laughs> you get kicked in the throat now. Yeah, fuck, <laughs> fuck up. And like, Meanwhile, while she's, like, off getting the drinks, now we see, like, uh, we start to pan around of what everybody else is, or what Mike is perceiving, of all of these old people just eating meat. Mm -hmm. And that's already creepy to me, like, because they're just, like, tearing through it, like, eating ribs. There's ketchup all over their faces. I'm an aggressive eater. Those people were aggressive eaters. (laughs) Those people do look like they ate ass. (laughs) It was everywhere man like i guess they were trying to mimic the blood i guess yeah. I, I, I guess anybody that puts ketchup on top of a burger is a maniac and actually unsubscribe <laughs> to us i guess i'll be unsubscribing <laughs> but that terrified me more than anything else <laughs> they had like ketchup on their ribs and shit right on top of the bun bro what is that is that a thing like you're a chef like oh, for, if, oh if, that's what you're talking about yeah, yeah. you're just talking about like putting ketchup no, on a burger it, like it was on the, that's what i'm saying it was on top of the burger <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was traumatized sorry don't I, do I, that a, a chef's on top is inside of it <laughs> i like ketchup in the burger inside between the buns they're just taking shots right. just dual fisting <laughs> fucking ketchup bottles somebody's got a super soaker <laughs> there's there's like old women in white t-shirts getting sprayed down by this ketchup and everything it's like oh my goodness I, it honestly would have made the movie better I know if it sounds like we're exaggerating we are unfortunately <laughs> <laughs> 
you guys got your hopes yeah. up there for a second that mm-hmm. this was going to be a semi-decent movie. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> anyway. They drive nine hours back home. <laughs> they, yeah. and, it, and it's nighttime again, mind you. Like, I don't know if you picked up on that, but it, like, in fact, was nighttime yeah. again. So. <laughs> so they get home and, like, their house has just been fucking ransacked. Yeah. And if, by the way, if it feels like us cutting away from the diner was abrupt, that's because it was. It was. Every scene in this movie made some resemblance of sense and then we cut to something else mm-hmm. instead of actually building on anything that happens i wonder like i'm like i'm gonna distract from the, the storytelling one more time here i wonder if they had had two hours to make this movie if it would have been any better <laughs> if they had just hit 90 fucking minutes right would this movie have been better yeah it would have been national treasure it would have and that'd have been yeah, great it would have been sick i just feel like getting anyway so we're back in the house now and it has just been absolutely torn apart by old man hands. <laughs> and and like Mike reaches in his pocket again. Again, he's just been carrying this, even though he's changed. He or has, he thought he, he was has, carrying he, it. He is, he is treating this fork and this note like you would your wallet and keys, transferring it between pants and that right. kind of thing. You know what I mean? He's keeping it on his person. Like, fuck, I left it in my other pants. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I left my fork at home. <laughs> and so he goes, no. No, 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 no. Stupid, stupid, stupid. He's like, he's ransacking stupid. his own. He starts dumping out his medicine bag, you know what I mean? Which is and like he's his like, wife shit, because right. it was like a compact. Oh, it was her makeup yeah. bag. You're totally yeah. right. He's like, where's my fork, bitch? You know? <laughs> and, and like, mind you, the house has been broken into. This person may still be in there. Mom and dad have left Amy, who is already afraid of this house, alone <laughs> in the house at this point. So, yeah, they, they like... What, what was it that Amy saw, though? Because we get another one of those, ah! Yeah. I, I genuinely, I, was it the was it the heart at this point? Is that yes. what they saw? Okay, it, cool. It was, it was yeah. the heart on yeah, the table. That was still beating. <laughs> that had probably been there for four hours. Which, again, just doesn't make any fucking sense. Because we're, again, meant to think this is, I think that's the point, right? You're supposed to think that these are ghosts and shit, or like there's something yeah. supernatural going on. There's that, not. That it's, mark it. <laughs> yeah, mark that. Uh, so obviously they call the police because there is a beating fucking heart mm-hmm. <laughs> in, the, in the middle of their kitchen island. And we know that they represent the entire county because that's what their car says. Yeah. County police. <laughs> <laughs> and this is actually kind of where the story, I would like to say, <laughs> starts to come yeah. together. Because um, we have this uh, moment where... Um, Actually, jumping back to the original diner scene with Sam, mm-hmm. you know, and he's like telling him to go fuck himself. He actually says, I'm going to give you one piece of advice. Sleep on right. it. Sleep on those 11 herbs and spices. <laughs> <laughs> I, I usually do. <laughs> so now we're talking to the police and the police are just like. They literally hit like bulk and skull from Power Rangers. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like these are. <laughs> You know, it's like we've got your back, Rita. Yeah, they start they start asking them questions of the, like, you found a heart, huh? It was still beating. Oh yeah, the coroner, or whoever the fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. The investigator, like puts it in a ziploc bag and it's, uh. it's still going. And he just like is like holding it with two fingers because that's what you do with it, you know evidence. He's not even wearing gloves. Yeah, like, and, did you just pick up the heart? And the police are like, "Oh no, he did the reverse, where you put your hand in the bag and then you grab oh, it and then you, you pull, reverse the whole bag. pull." Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, dog, dog owners know what's up. Um, 
the police are asking them questions to the effect of, um, was anything important stolen? Anything of historical significance? Do you think that, I wonder if the heart was maybe a trade for something? You know what I mean? It's incredibly like... And we're like, trade for fucking what? This seems like privileged information. You know what I mean? This seems like it's either top tier detective shit, which doesn't... You are overqualified for your job at this point. You know what I mean? Or y'all are spilling the beans on what's actually happening. Yeah, because the... And I can attest at least to the fact that Westmoreland police do think that they're detectives. Cool. But they came out of like one of the biggest meth labs I've ever seen. There's meth in here. (laughs) There's meth in them there, Hills. So, yeah, and we, and again, uh, what kind of ties it together, and I guess, like, the only time this movie actually alludes to mm-hmm. itself is when uh, the police are about to leave, and they're just like, well, if you have any more information for us, just make sure you sleep yeah. on it. And I was just like, what the mm-hmm. fuck? More like, like saying things at the same time for no reason. You know? <laughs> they high five. That's you know? called a meat cute, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, and so he does the first logical thing he's done in the entire... He says, we're getting the fuck out of here right now. We and this is actually back. one of the first you logical know? things I've yeah. seen in a lot of horror movies. Right. It's for, just says, for it's such time a for shitty us to movie, yeah. I was so surprised yeah. that they actually had the forethought uh-huh. to get the fuck out of there. Yeah. And then we cut to them being at home. Mike's tucking in Amy. Mm-hmm. He's like, everything's gonna be alright. Mm-hmm. And, and like he just fucking leaves. And then we start to hear... We see this... Uh, what what is the name of those cuffs that they used to have in colonial England? Just they, they, frilly they, cuffs. I don't they, know. They look yeah. like doilies yeah. around yeah. their wrists. And like for those of you who are not from the South, a doily is a knit coaster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, sometimes the dresses look like doilies for some fucking reason. Um, but anyways, you just see the the hand come up uh-huh. and starts knocking on. Uh-huh. This girl, for her, I guess their very nice house, which yeah. is also colonial mm-hmm. style, has a window door. Yeah. That are you I've sure? always wanted. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I'm unpacking shit now. <laughs> you start hearing the... And she's like, Dad? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and we're just like, yeah, your dad's outside your window knocking on it instead of being in the house. Sorry, I got drunk and locked myself out again. Oh, Dad. <laughs> oh, Dad. So she goes over and she opens up the blinds and she sees this man in colonial attire. And he's like holding the, the colonial hat, you know, mm-hmm. the, the triangle yeah. up over his heart. Mm-hmm. Tricorn. She, I knew that. <laughs> I knew that. <laughs> it's because you can fit an ear of corn in each. Is it? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You probably could, but... <laughs> wouldn't know. Yeah, I got one no, not quite. <laughs> so anyways, we like uh she fucking opens the window. And she's like, "Hey man, you want to come in?" And he, <laughs> he like bows in slow motion and everything. And yeah, that's like, one of those yeah. shitty slow-mo cuts right. that was just completely yeah. irrelevant to the fucking movie. Yeah. And uh we get again one of those just facial shots of her just because <laughs> he he like smiles and she yeah. sees the teeth and the teeth are what triggers it. She's like, oh fuck, he's got teeth. She invited him <laughs> right. inside. Like I get that you're polite, but you're clearly mm-hmm. a very terrified mm-hmm. child. She's only uncomfortable in other people's houses. This is totally fine. She's only uncomfortable in that house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you know the parents run in. They're like, what the fuck? So mm-hmm. uh, now we kind of have. Uh, the guy is now gone. Mm-hmm. The blinds are somehow already down. Right. The window is closed. We're back safe and secure. And then you start hearing the... 
mm-hmm. at the front door. And mind you, again, that they're in their house where they're supposed to feel safe mm-hmm. and secure, which I can only imagine is not that far away. Right. Because they're either in like Fredericksburg or they're in like King George County, mm-hmm. which is not very far away from Westmoreland. Mm-hmm. Um, which would make sense because, you know, they probably knew the grandmother pretty well. Mm-hmm. It sounded like they kind of came to this house, I wouldn't say regularly, but like maybe semi-annually. Yeah, she uh, didn't yeah. remember much. Yeah, so it... Yeah, so... Uh, this was about dad, you know? Yeah. <laughs> dad, you brought this on this us! Was, this was Mike's adventure that he was going on. So now uh, we start hearing, like, loud banging on the front mm-hmm. door. And he's like, the door is, like, physically moving right. off of the fucking frame. They're mm-hmm. knocking so hard. And the dad is just, like, walking up to the people. And this is where we finally... Like, what the fuck are you doing? Why, like, just come back. Like... <laughs> <laughs> And all I could think about was uh, the Prince episode of Chappelle show where it was, uh, you know, it's you and your family against me and the revolution. Shirts and it's versus just- blouses. <laughs> Game blouses. Because <laughs> they were, they were just in like these fucking revol- these colonial. And there was entire- like four or five of them now, right? It was like, all yeah. crushed velvet. <laughs> were, were they just at the door and the one guy was like, I'm going to go try the girl's window. Like where'd they, you know what I, I mean? I guess. Like, whatever. I, and this is actually the first, the, the first thing that I thought when I saw him look through the people is like, oh, those are the two cops. Because <laughs> again, it was. <laughs> so now, uh, you know, they've got like hatchets and shit like that. And they're trying to break through the door. Mm-hmm. And then all you hear is. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> Which definitely definitely tells me they're in the nicer part of Virginia. <laughs> People are yelling, sirens immediately turn on. Yeah. Well, so all of the counties have privatized police, so it's like they actually just cruise <laughs> around the nice neighborhoods mm. to make sure they're keeping it. Mm. There's not a good way to say it. <laughs> mm. Safety protocol mm. alpha. <laughs> <laughs> So, so, mm. so, the, so the, the revolution is like, oh, fuck, <laughs> we got to get out of here, guys. Because if it's one thing, author- our uh, colonials didn't like it was authority. <laughs> That's what they're allergic to. <laughs> that was the irony of the whole movie. Yeah, it was I loved the, it. It was the tyranny we found along the it way. It was the tyranny we found, or the fork we found along the way. <laughs> the fork we found along the way. Uh, so anyways. Hard cut to breakfast. With, yeah. as our social media person pointed out, brand, branded. <laughs> brand brand. flakes. <laughs> right? <laughs> this video is sponsored by brand. <laughs> the element. That's it. You can't, <laughs> yeah. you, you can't trademark a vitamin. <laughs> Just did. <laughs> My sister taught me that, actually. She's a lawyer. How trademarking works. She's like, you can't take the name of a city. In your name brand and be like, other people can't use this. Like, uh, I'm not going to use the example she gave me. <laughs> Case pending. <laughs> but uh, Mark I did, that. Uh, yeah, I definitely learned something. Uh, if you're in the triad area, you might wind up hearing something about it. But we'll see. Um, anyways, uh, so they get up and they're just like, that was weird, right? Mm-hmm. Like, this isn't something that normally happens. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't usually have the revolution outside your front door. Right. Don't, there's not even tea here. Yeah. <laughs> We have plenty. We have plenty. It's fairly priced. <laughs> There's no tax here. You can have it. <laughs> it's a gift. It's tea, man. <laughs> oh, fuck. Right. So, brand cereal. And this is in my notes. I have this down as finger food. <laughs> yeah, so he takes a spoonful of the cereal and there's just a finger in it. I don't know why. Right. 
it, it never explained that. And he yeah. looks down at the bowl and there's like three more fingers. The like plating was nice, the way they were arranged and everything, but... So do, do we go back to the house after this? Or is the rest of this movie shot from their house? From their house. Okay, yeah. cool. It, mm-hmm. it got a little mixed up in mm-hmm. translation because this is probably the longest scene in the movie that we yeah. walk into is uh, we call Professor Harkinson, mm-hmm. right? Um, and he comes in and he's just like, you have no idea what you've discovered. Mm-hmm. The dark past. <laughs> <laughs> And then we kind of get the legend of the so, Washingtonians. As it turns out, Washingtonians are just regular people. They're not ghosts. They're not goblins. They're super Nothing unnatural. <laughs> yep. And they kind of want to protect the true legacy of George Washington, which was... Um, while practicing it. While practicing it, which was um, cannibalism, child murder, uh, specifically virgins. Yeah, that was the weird part. Yeah. Was they're like, we'll eat anybody, mm. but we prefer to eat virgins. Which I wonder if it was a slick commentary on how the United States military tradi- traditionally sends young teenagers into battle to fight its workers. <laughs> <laughs> they, You're a virgin? Perfect. The military has always preferred virgins. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but yeah, it's just this dumb, like... This is what what sucked about the it's movie. It's a Memorial Day episode. This is what sucked about Oh my god, that's perfect. <laughs> That'll actually line up. That's it is funny. the Memorial Day episode, as you're listening to it now on Memorial Day. Which is funny because we <laughs> fucked up and did Night Round Elm Street on Friday the 13th. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to come back to haunt us one day. Um, like, what a bunch of idiots. One of my favorite indicators in general about people who are telling you like what to not believe they're about to also tell you what to believe like people that are constantly telling you to question everything question reality like the truth is, is are, yeah. are, are actually about to tell you what the truth is always and it comes because back to sean hannity they're right? reinforcing <laughs> the fact that my agenda you know what i mean so it, it's just always funny so he goes on this diatribe about historians mm-hmm. and this guy's a professor which is my favorite because that's just i'm you know by the end of this movie, I question what kind of professor he was, uh, though. <laughs> professor Xavier, apparently, because I have a point that I thought about, and I want to bring this up. Um, so he he talks he talks about how this has been a this has been like what like what historians do are effectively writing the narrative for the future. It has less right. to do with the events that are actually happening, and more to do with what we want the future to look like, what we want people to believe happened. Right. right. You know what I mean? Which is a fair point. Yeah, sure. You know, that was relatively insightful and everything. And so we, I, I appreciated that, at least. Well, because we even have, like, this flashback scene, right, where he's describing kind of how the Jeff the, the Jeffersonians, sorry. that the, <laughs> the Jeffersonians are a real thing, but <laughs> it's just not based on cannibalism. Right. Uh, it's probably based on polyamory, mm-hmm. but uh, anyways, we get to this point where... <laughs> I was mid-swallow. That that almost came. (laughs) The mid-swallow almost came? Made it. I finished. (laughs) Not yet we haven't. Uh, So they have like this vocal overlay during the uh, flashback scene. Mm -hmm. We actually see the George Washington. And he's like, you know, sitting in front of his uh, strategery board, Mm -hmm. if you will. And he's like sitting in the chair and he's like holding a knife behind his back. And he was like, yeah, you know, Washington actually used to kill one man a day. And I was like, God, I can't believe that army made it. (laughs) 
imagine the casualty numbers <laughs> had, had George Washington not been in charge. Because the way he's selling, he's like, Washington discovered that he got powers. You know what I mean? Right. He had mental Supposedly. Cl- like mental clarity. <laughs> you know what happens when you eat breakfast in the morning is you have mental clarity for the next portion of your day. So anyway, I just thought it was funny. Well, there's a disease. I can't remember what the name of it is, but it happens in cannibalism where when you continuously eat human flesh, mm-hmm. you actually have the drive to continue to eat that because it fucks wow. with your brain chemistry. Yeah, that's why mm-hmm. so many of these like newly found civilizations are still cannibalistic because mm-hmm. they've been like that for so long to the point where it is actually part of your brain their, chemistry their now. Their grooves are what they yeah. are. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, yeah, we're just going to keep on fucking eating people. Yeah. So I think that's what that illusion was actually to because everything... Man, I hope so because it's way smarter. <laughs> well, and also, none of this movie was supernatural yeah. by any means, despite what we thought actually going through mm-hmm. the fucking movie. And, you know, we finally snap back to reality. And mm-hmm. now there's uh, the, the cops slash the Washingtonians. The revolution has returned. Right. <laughs> and they start hatcheting down the door. There's people on the outside that are trying mm-hmm. to break through glass and I guess are just fucking stupid and don't know how. Mm-hmm. But that's the way they were selling this whole movie. So <laughs> it, it was it was funny because Professor escapes somehow. Right. Yeah. The entire family. He walks out yeah, the back door. Yeah. Yeah. Just. <laughs> Closes it behind him and leaves. <laughs> Protect your family. And they're in the back of they're in the back of a van now. Yeah, so they've all been kidnapped except for the professor. And like the husband's the only one that's tied up because I guess he's the only one that can put up a fight. Which he did look like he could, I'm not gonna lie. Also, yeah. every single person that we have seen so far mm-hmm. that were not the two cops that mm-hmm. are Washingtonians or however the yeah. Fuck I'm trying say? as hard yeah. as I can. I, I know. Yeah. It sounds so asinine. Yeah. Um, Imagine not being able to pronounce a made-up word. <laughs> <laughs> Bibbidi-bobbidi. <laughs> <laughs> so they, he like comes to after you know he kidnaps the family and uh, they're like pointing a blunderbust at his face. <laughs> right. I think you made the point that they're not in a, a, a carriage, which is just funny to me that the Washington yeah. also have vans. Like, if we need to cap, you know, a family of two or more, we take the van. <laughs> the whole squad's got to come to and we don't have room. You know? So anyway, it's, it was just All right, goofy. someone's got to take the horse. Yeah. Someone's got to take the mm-hmm. van. <laughs> I just, I sometimes put myself in the shoes of actors when I see things that are just fucking ridiculous in movies. You know, This was one of those examples. Yeah, and everybody's just kind of like on their own shit now where he's just like, why are you fucking doing this? And mm-hmm. the daughter's like, I'm still scared. The wife's like, I don't have any dialogue that's worth a fuck. Like, right, <laughs> right. And then they finally, like, show up to the Washingtonian compound, Mm -hmm. and they walk in through the front door, and I gotta tell you, the husband is, like, not putting up a fight for the fact that his daughter and his wife are both not tied up. Are in the presence of people who intend to eat them. Yeah, and again, worst case scenario, you get shot by something that really might Mm -hmm. not even fucking kill you. Yeah. You might get gangrene, but That gun has a better chance of exploding back on the dude than it does. (laughs) The hammer just blows off. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so they're like walking in and they're just like, this is what we've wanted to show you Mm -hmm. all along. And they like show them, actually, if you want to talk about the forks. (laughs) Yeah, because this this is my favorite line in the entire movie. (laughs) They they 
you get the grand tour of this is what we're all, all about. Right. Before we kill you, we're going to break it all down for There's you and everything. There's feet on the table. Yeah, yeah. Somebody's head. <laughs> People are eating entrails. Again. Yeah, again. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess he's like one of the leaders among the group or whatever. He certainly had the most initiative to show everybody what's going on. And so he has this like glass case that he opens up and there are other forks with papers wrapped around him. And he says, um, these forks were carved from the femurs of the entire first continental Congress. And so what I'm thinking in my head, because Get your Sam Adams, dude. Guess what I found? <laughs> guess what I found? I found John Adams, dude. I'll trade you two Sam Adams for John Adams. You know what I mean? And it was so fucking funny to me. I don't know why it tickled me as much as it did, but it was just. I just want James it Adams. was such an obscure fuck that could have been literally anything. The reason this is historically significant is a hundred percent because this is George Washington's femur fork, and I just—that's actually the plot of this movie. And, and <laughs> like, like, it makes you wonder when you watch this because they actually say later like he let his followers just eat him yeah. on the fucking table and yeah. just sacrificed uh-huh. himself to it yeah which i assume he knew that he was dying yeah. he that was, was jefferson right yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. and it was uh, just like okay <laughs> well so it makes me wonder and i wish this question had been a little bit more answered is did they kill the entire first congressional mm-hmm. or did they sacrifice themselves like jefferson like I'm sure Madison did and all these. I'm leaning towards sacrificing because of the line that he drew. Well, again, historians create what the future, you know, but he literally says that, that Washington believed in a cannibal nation and he wanted to create it. So I'm leaning towards sacrifice because like, I believe anything these dudes say at this point. This is the most ridiculous shit. If they told me like, it's too detailed to make up, you know what I mean? (laughs) It's too weird. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's so funny too. Like the irony is not lost on me that he's actually trying to make a sub primitive nation of cannibals yeah. while trying to conquer other parts of the world that still have that again while invading a nation, <laughs> notably that doesn't do that, and it's completely sovereign and independence in the name of freedom. <laughs> <laughs> this is America. Um, so the, me, I'm so pretty. The guy, fine, we get to the centerpiece of this collection, and it's George Washington's teeth. And he <laughs> removes, because it's in one of those cases, it's like it's like that Beauty and the Beast, the rose mm-hmm. is in it. You know, it's like this magical it container. Yes, yeah. He takes it off, <laughs> leans down, and he smells them. And his eyes roll back in his head, and he kind of like... Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, like, I don't know how old he is, or if he, like, actually has an... That was uh, an intense orgasm for that age. Yeah, so I was like, does he have yeah. a script for Viagra? Because, yeah, right. like, I, I was like, I mm-hmm. didn't think that... Because it's back to the colonel, it right? Got, it got him there, yeah. <laughs> and, and I guess we, like, we'll just keep moving forward here. There's a lot of things that we could rip apart in this scene, you know? But yeah, it's, there, it's like, there's one that I do want to point out. So it's when, uh, you know... They're asking him one last time, give me the piece of paper. Where was the paper going? (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, and and, uh, Mike's, you know, being defiant. And he's just like, you'll never find that piece of paper. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, his uh, daughter and wife are like, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Pull a misery. (laughs) If you're going to get ripped apart anyway, dude, fuck with them. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Eat me! Yeah, yeah. They're talking because obviously, you know, at this point, they're like creeping on this virgin eight to ten year old right. again because they just want to eat her. One guy starts smelling her hair, and that's when the actual chills went up my spine. I was yeah. like, you know what I mean? It's not, it's not scary. 
because that shit's fucking real. You well, know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like that that terrifies me. So. I feel like what got to me was Fat Cop during this that was like holding the wife the whole time and he's like just tonguing the air for five right. fucking yeah, minutes. Yeah, yeah. During this entire scene, he's literally just like <laughs> and I'm just like, what the, what the fuck are you even doing? Unintentional ASMR for <laughs> No, but it was, it was so clearly sexual. All of yeah. this is incredibly yeah. meant to be like perceived as this is just erotica for them. You know what I mean? And that's where it's just like, this is fucking stupid, right? Well, and then his counterpart, uh, who is also like holding, you know, said yeah. Amy and Pam at yeah. knife point, he like pulls out his knife. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, go, he goes to press it up against Pam's face and then he does it flat yeah. and pulls it and I was like oh my god there was actually blood on the other side of this fucking he knife he spread strawberry jelly across her face with a butter knife my guy maybe was... he was just seasoning her like toast I don't know it looked like they were eating these people raw Yeah. personally I, I like to I... cook my human first <laughs> <laughs> so, so we get to like this super like fucking weird scene you know he's and he, he does the same thing to uh the daughter amy as well and then you just hear like now his hands are tied behind his back mm-hmm. um or uh oh, yeah. Were. Yeah. so now they're behind his back and yeah. he's like eat me yeah. eat me you motherfucker <laughs> yeah. eat me and then, you know, <laughs> 11 herbs and spices walks up and he's just like well then tell us where the fucking piece of paper right. is and again Coming back to the diner scene for the third time, mm-hmm. I this is where I didn't believe that no matter what he chose to do, whether it be to sell this piece of paper to him or not, he was never going to get that fucking money. They, they were just going to eat it. It was over. Because you can eat your problems away is what I have learned <laughs> in my time on this earth. Yes. So. <laughs> so You he, look great, by the way. Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> thanks. I did two push-ups today. <laughs> fucking, I'm changing the game. Hell yeah. Anyways. Uh, so he's just like, you're still never going to get that piece of paper. And I was like, I get that, you know, because he's going to kill you mm-hmm. regardless. And then we have the only reason to watch this fucking movie happen. <laughs> but who comes back? But Professor fucking Harkinson busts open the mm-hmm. fucking banquet doors with three, I guess, SWAT. Yeah. Or the men in black yeah. behind him. And there's like, you know, everyone just goes, Ah, and pulls up their blunderbuss right. against three MP5s. Shot rifles and everything, <laughs> and so kills two through eighty-five happen. <laughs> <laughs> we have killed between two and eighty-five yeah. people over the span of about thirty seconds, which are followed up by like shots of them double tapping people that are still alive later on. We'll get to that, but it was just funny. So, like, so is this yeah, the yeah. point where you can kind of bring up the Professor X thing you were talking yeah. about earlier? How the fuck did he know where they were? Because without reading minds, there is nothing that you can say. Oh, he can, had Cerebro. I got I got there you. There is nothing you can you. say that can convince me that he had any idea where they were, let alone the time as a professor or the influence as a professor to assemble an entire force of detectives armed with SWAT people, convince them that this was fucking happening, load everything in the truck, get them to this location and break in here before these people ate them. I refuse to fucking accept that. I, I think the, the only... <laughs> The only logical explanation outside of that was he knew that they'd all be there for the early bird special of Bob Evans. They're just in the basement of this Bob Evans. Really? That's actually how the movie ends. 
like, like, oh, actually, no, not quite, not, not quite. That, yeah, yeah, sorry. But um, you know, we have um, Harkinson. It's funny too, because like you know, he's got these badass like SWAT dudes behind mm-hmm. him, and it's only like three of them, and they just mow down everyone. And then Harkinson, like a fucking gangster, is just mm-hmm. like anyone that's alive, kill them, yeah, yeah right. kill them. Yeah. And then, like, he... Understood. Understood. <laughs> and it's funny, too, because, like, as soon as the blunderbuss come up, he's standing in front of all of them. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, fuck this. Like, mm-hmm. gets down. And he, like, dodge butt. rolls out of the way. <laughs> Got that adaptability to 40, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Adapt. Overcome. Half a second of iframes, bitch. <laughs> so he's, like, having this conversation with uh, Mike and Amy about how they need to reveal the truth to the world. Tell the world. While you're Take he- the fork. <laughs> while you're hearing double taps in the background. <laughs> 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 and then we, uh, you know, he's like closing the banquet doors behind him. He's mm. like, make sure the truth is known. And we go to like six months later. And this was the one thing about the movie that I did appreciate mm. is when you do something on that scale, there do have to be references to how that actually changes the world around right. you. And we get to six months later, they have clearly ordered Chinese food at like two o'clock mm-hmm. in the afternoon by one of the most racist things that I've ever seen in such a low budget movie. Um, because after you know seeing all the cannibalism, they're not really into meat at this point. Mm-hmm. So the guy come the Chinese guy comes up to the door, who I'm if he's not Chinese, I'm sorry. That's how they portrayed you. I didn't mm-hmm. want this scene for you any more than you did. I certainly am sad that you have to work at the Luck E Dragon in this movie. <laughs> because but, that was the one that got me. It was just like, I roll 3,000. Yeah, so, so he goes to hand him the bag. He goes, oh, you know, liking meat. And I'm just, it's like, just like, oh, my God, God dude. Are you, Here we are again. Oh, fuck. That sweet, sweet mid-2000s racism. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's actually around the same time where they started coining the phrase, heritage racism right. <laughs> as opposed to just racism. Right. And, you know, he pays him in cash and he pulls out and the uh, delivery guy pulls these ones out of his pocket. And uh, it looks to me like monopoly money. It was. And, yeah. When you yeah. see it on the other <laughs> side, it is. He goes, he goes, what the fuck are those? He goes, Oh, new $1 bill. Right. And I'm, I'm, again, I'm just like, God fucking damn it. Get him dude. out of the scene. <laughs> get him out of the scene. Just get, him <laughs> get this out. over with. Or, I'm already cringing. Or let him speak yeah, English. He I can. <laughs> and it's, it's, I said it out loud yeah. because he says, he drops the line, they switch Georges. And I was like, <laughs> if George W. Bush is on this, I'm going to lose my shit. And lo and fucking behold, yeah. he flips the dollar over. No shit. Passes it to mom. No shit. Passes it to the girl. No shit. Turns it around. It GW. You get it. You get it. You get it. I guess that was the... I'm oh. fucking beside myself at this point. I was actually crying. I was laughing so <laughs> I have no more tears left. I'm dehydrated. No more tears. <laughs> Zach Wild sucks. <laughs> Mark that. <laughs> Zach Wild sucks number four. Subscribe to our top tier Patreon for more on that. <laughs> so, yeah. That, that's okay, how the movie the, ends. I that, will say the old, that's actually yeah. The last note I'll make for for being in like contained within the movie was it was wild to me that they felt the need to talk about the Iraq War and then when they needed to put somebody else on the dollar bill, they were like, "Oh, let's do the guy who sent people to die." It, and that's that's one of those things like from an adaptate an adaptation standpoint. Sorry, that was that was weird. <laughs> from an adaptation standpoint, 
you have to believe that like the short story had nothing to do with that. That this yeah. was entirely just it's 2007. We have an election year coming up soon. We got to get the propaganda out, <laughs> and that's what in our masters of war yeah, election. That's what I'm saying, you know, because you know, middle aged, overweight white guys, you know. <laughs> so here we are. <laughs> I'm fucking telling you. So what what would you rate this movie? I don't even fucking know, dude. I don't even know how have I laughed that hard in a week? No. You know what I mean? Is this movie have any business existing? Absolutely not. I don't, you know what I mean? Like what? Two and a half? I don't know, man. <laughs> it's the strongest three I've ever seen. Right. It's also it's, the only three I've ever seen. This is why this shit is so disappointing to me because yeah, because like we're 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 reviewing horror movies, right? We have to review horror movies. Yeah. Was this movie entertaining as fuck? Hell yes, it was. You know what I mean? <laughs> What Did I, our lives change? Would I, would I watch it again? Hell no. <laughs> I got everything that I needed out of that experience and I'm fucking done. You mean there's no more depth right. to this? <laughs> no. All right, so I'm going to take you at a two and a half then. Yeah, I'm a, I'm, it may change. Give me a minute. <laughs> well, IMDb put it at a five and a half and I don't know who got sucked off for that one. But I'm like, genuinely curious if anybody actually like rates this movie high from like a, a filmmaking standpoint. Because it's one of those things too. Is Troll 2 probably higher than a five on IMDb? I guarantee you it is. It doesn't have any business being. Absolutely not. You know, I mean? so this is where that disambiguation needs to happen. Yeah, right? we start getting, we start throwing arbitrary numbers at it. Mm. I mean, like, obviously, like we've said before, you don't get nines on this show, no. but... <laughs> Especially not now. <laughs> but we've never bottomed out like right, this before. Right. Hard <laughs> I, considering a one. <laughs> I thought the final destination was going to be as low as we went. Uh, dude, I'll be real. If that last scene hadn't happened, if like the shootout in the dining hall and the George W. Bush on the one to, like, I'm not sure that it would. Even that, score? That, yeah, that sort of prevented it from being a zero for me. <laughs> well, so obviously you would not watch this movie again. Um, would I recommend it to other people? Please go watch this movie. <laughs> Find the highlights on YouTube something. You know. <laughs> Where you take a 57-minute movie and turn it into five minutes on YouTube. I guarantee you I could. <laughs> so, um, I would never watch this movie again. <laughs> I would recommend it to somebody if they... I don't think I have a reason. I don't think I actually have a fucking reason to recommend this to somebody because it's terrible. It's absolutely terrible. If, just, if you ever get a DVD in your mailbox and it has a red handprint on the front and it just says, we know, watch the movie. <laughs> <laughs> that's your reason. Yeah. If you like movies that are objectively bad, mm -hmm. watch this movie. There is yeah. a market for that. There yeah. are people that enjoy bad movies. Yeah. yeah. Human Centipede's yeah. a fucking three part series. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and by the end of it, they're three part centipede too. They're hiring porn stars by the end of it because nobody wants to act in the fucking movie. Yeah. Brie Olson, I'm dreadful. sorry, you didn't deserve that. Yeah. Like, but if you thought that was going to jumpstart your career, that's not really my fault. Stick either. to your day job. <laughs> <laughs> Mom is looking for a life of cabaret. <laughs> um, do you have any closing thoughts on this movie? Oh man. <laughs> But like a shot, honestly. <laughs> well, it's Memorial Day. Yeah, right. so, um, I guess since we have like, you know, a couple minutes to kill, especially after editing, Jesus Christ, I don't know how yeah. to fucking do this one. Yeah. But uh, How are you, man? <laughs> I was going to ask who your favorite president was. Oh, God. How are you, man? <laughs> <laughs>
you. <laughs> I'm good, man. I'm good. Uh, this podcast is going to come out much later than this, but uh, unfortunately, yeah. That, yeah. But that's fine. You know, yeah. we, we uh, have our charity event next uh, next Sunday, which is going to be a lot of fun. We're bringing all the local chefs in. Uh, for one massive pop-up, it's going to be a lot of fun. All the proceeds are going to MMIW, which is Missing and Murdered Indigenous Women's. Uh, and uh, there's actually some local resources as well for North Carolina, which is really cool. Uh, they have their own coalition in the triad. So uh, we'll actually be doing uh, we'll be doing some more events here, probably uh, uh Biannually, if not just annually. Super we're, dope. Yeah, we're still sorting some of that stuff out right now. Um, especially for the, this is the first one we're doing. So we're trying to make that bigger. You know, we want to mm-hmm. have bands and all that kind of stuff next week. That's a shameless plug. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Um, if you guys want, uh, since you'll be missing the event, I would mean a lot to us if you wanted to go uh, on MMIW USA where you can actually make donations. And all of that money goes to. Uh, search funds, uh, condolences, which is like, you know, uh, making it so some of these families can afford headstones for, you know, daughters, mothers, sisters that are never going to be able to come back um, for, you know, X, Y, Z reason. And uh, actually providing uh, payment for lessons for a lot of these girls for self-defense classes, which is really fucking cool. Wow. Um, so, yeah, it's a great cause. Donate if you can. It goes through PayPal, so it's super secure. Um, but, yeah, that's really all I've got going on right now. We'll start plugging the book here in the next couple of weeks. Sweet, man. I'm going to say Kennedy. <laughs> oh, my God. Me, too. <laughs> <laughs> You guys can't see this, but there's a bust of Kennedy in my house. Why is the back of his head missing? Because <laughs> it's real. <laughs> um, and, and you know, it's funny too, because like I'm not even, <laughs> I'm not even the biggest uh, Kennedy fan. I'm actually more of a Robert Kennedy guy. Oh yeah. I mean, he yeah. stopped the nuclear crisis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, put Fidel on the phone <laughs> now. <laughs> <laughs> um. It's time for us to go. (laughs) Well, on that note, thank you guys again (laughs) for joining us on Under the Floorboards, where it creaks and cracks, and we laugh at the creatures that go bump in the night.